Number one, your ears are so sensitive. That's true. Yeah. You have to be so gentle. And I like scrapes and stuff out of my ears. It was gross. I can hear an HD now. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Science Pals, welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. I'm Grace. And I'm Josh. And together, we talk about science in a fun and conversational way. Ooh, man, that was clean. Should we hop into ratings and reviews? I think we should. I think we should. Um, I've got an email. What you got? From our email address at randomtheorypodcast at gmail.com. And this is coming from Lucas. Sounds like Lucas. Uh, Lucas is a new listener. Which is cool. Oh. Um, so he said, Hi, I'm Lucas from Pennsylvania. Hello, Lucas from Pennsylvania. <laughs> I've recently gotten to your podcast. Um, I have a good episode topic. And this is interesting because we might have some already. Um, he said basically it's sports and how they're so interesting and entertaining. Oh, yes. Have we talked about? I feel like we've talked, we've done some stuff on sports. We have. We did one on football. We are going to do one on yeah. soccer. Uh, yeah. We haven't done that one yet. So we okay. have a soccer, well, like American football, and then we're yeah, going to do yeah, one yeah. on soccer. But I think it would be interesting to talk about the competitive nature of of sports and like why people want to watch them. That's a very yeah. interesting topic. I'm here for it. It is. Uh, and then, I okay, I read through this before and I still don't, I don't know what's happening. He has a <laughs> riddle. There's a riddle. Oh. There is a blue house made of mm. blue bricks, a yellow house made of yellow bricks, and a greenhouse made of that's that's it that's the end of the sentence blue and yellow bricks yeah that's probably it i didn't think about that oh there you go <laughs> there you go it just said answer in the next podcast if you see this so i guess he just wanted us to read that so we did and grace nailed it there you go Lucas, that nice, was fun. Good go, yeah. Good going with the riddle. That's fresh. We, I feel like that might be the first riddle we've ever got. I think it was too, guys. If you have a riddle, a joke, whatever it is, drop it in a rating review. The only thing with riddles is like, what if we don't get it? It's true. It is. That's rough on us. But it's that's high okay. risk. High <laughs> risk, high reward. You know. True. We should do something like if they can stump us with the riddle, well, like they should. Like oh, <laughs> get thrown into like a hat or something. Um, and then like once a month we like draw the name from a hat. If they can stump us with a riddle, you know they could stump us with a riddle. I know. But yeah, I love that, Lucas. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you recently got into the pod. I would love to know where you like how you came across it. Like if you're a T Core fan or something and you just got into yeah. it, or if you just found it randomly, we would love to know. So follow up. Let would love know. to know let us know lucas all right mine comes from rubik's cube girl 24 right on it is from apple Podcasts. guys leave us a rating and review on apple pod does not have to have a joke does not have to have a podcast topic just let us know how much you love the podcast make sure you're leaving us a rating and review uh as yeah. well even if you're just leaving a rating every single week that's all that matters if you're ogrt yeah. That's what you can do to prove your loyalty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But Rubik's Cube Girl 24 said, I love your podcast. Been listening since episode one came out. Ooh. OGRT. I love that. You have really been here since the beginning. And man, was it squeaky getting out of the station. Hey, what are you talking about? (laughs) That first episode was gold. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys should do an episode on how you hear, how hearing aids and cochlear implants work. And here's a joke Ooh. for Josh. Okay. Where do sharks go on vacation? Where? Finland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is... Uh, somewhere Finland. between that is like a dad joke mixed with like a f- little kid joke it really you know? is it's kind of perfect and then That's, rubik's yeah. cube girl 24 left um a test tube and then two science pals Oh, man, the whole that's a full review right there. A full review. If you're OGRT, let us know as well if you uh, yeah. are in the comments or if you're yeah. leaving a rating and review. Um, we'd yeah. love to know if you how long you've been here. And your OGRT, yeah. if you've left a rating and review and subscribed and have your downloads turned on, sure. that means you're OGRT. But you're an OGRT. Also, if you, yeah, I mean, listen, if you want to be an OGRT, you're, you can be an OGRT. Um, but you got to be subscribed and have your downloads you gotta on. You got to be subscribed. And yeah, you got to, come on. Leave gotta, a rating, you know. a review, and comment. Yeah. Great ratings and reviews and emails this week. Really good stuff. I'm actually very excited about this podcast. So we're also going to talk about what happens in your ears. So there was someone that also wanted to know about ears. There were two people that wrote in um, wanting to know about ears. But And we're going to talk about that as well. It's just kind of like ringing in your ears, buzzing in your ears, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. How it gets there. But I'm really excited to, f- to learn how ears ear. How ears ear. Ooh. Is that that's the title of the podcast probably right there, I think. I love it. I'm here for it. I mean, it. that's that's kind of how we do things here. So How Ears um, Ear. We'll get into How Ears Ear right after this break. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So how do ears work? Do you know? I did a snappy science on tinnitus. Mm Mm-hmm. So just like researching that, I, I mean, and also just knowing like a little bit of how ears, you know, they, it's like they pick up the sound waves and transmit that through a nerve to your mm-hmm. brain or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's like the very good, like summed up version of it. Truthfully. Hey, you know, I do what I can. I'm here for it. <laughs> it's a good day's work. So hearing depends on a series of complex steps that change sound waves in the air into electrical signals. So our auditory nerve then carries these signals to the brain. Basically what you just said. Right. So sound waves enter the outer ear and then travel through a narrow passageway called the ear canal, which leads to your eardrum. Have you ever seen your eardrum? Um, I mean, I've seen like pictures, like diagrams of an eardrum. I don't think I've ever had the privilege of seeing my own. Um, but. This is where we are different, Josh. <laughs> oh, what are you? 
<laughs> okay. I bought a little camera so I could Dude, oh, see in my ear and like did you see. Really? Yes. I want to get one of those. I got it off Amazon. Okay. Amazing. I want one because, okay, I am like a, I have really bad earwax. Okay, I do too. A, this is a TMI moment here, but we're getting into it. Maybe we should have done an earwax, like added earwax in here too. Added, All about maybe, the ears. We could probably do a separate episode on earwax, but, um, and so I get like imp- impacted. It's like really bad. And so I've been wanting to get like the little camera with maybe like a, a the little tool or whatever. To I'll clear send it you out. the link. I'll send you my link. <laughs> give me that give me that hookup i need that yeah because i am obsessed with it i had to clean my ears like once a week now with this little camera i don't use q-tips anymore i'm obsessed yeah no one any psa don't stick a q-tip in your ear you can clean the outside you can clean the outside of your ear um but you never should stick a q-tip inside your ear canal the the thing about a q-tip is generally they're they're like as big as your ear canal so you're just like smushing stuff in. Yeah, you're just like smushing the earwax farther into your ear. Yeah, I overproduce wax as well. But uh, the first time I did, you have to be super gentle. Number one, your ears are so sensitive. That's true. Yeah. You have to be so gentle. And I like scraped some stuff out of my ears. It was gross. I got it because my sister told me she got one. Um, oh, and she said she out. scraped out. Yeah. Sharing her business right now. Whatever. <laughs> uh, she said she like scraped out like hard chunks, like ch- like sure. hard crystallized chunks out oh, of yeah. her ear. Dude, I've gone. I've had like doctor's appointments where that was the like they cleaned out my ears because oh, it my was gosh. so bad. And it was like that. It was like uncovering uh ancient fossilized earwax my sister said she was like i can hear an hd now (laughs) 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 oh that's good i love that uh so yeah uh i got it i had like my airpods in that day that i got the tool so like my ears were kind of clean because i feel like my airpods just like pull stuff out of my ears anyway and so I like saw my eardrum for the first time. It looks super cool. Yeah. It's well, really, it's shoot. super weird that I'm like looking at the inside of my ear. I even, <laughs> it's such a nerd. I was like humming and stuff trying to see if I could like see it vibrating. It's not Ooh, how it works. You right. can't see it. Because the eardrum vibrates from the incoming sound waves and right. sends these vibrations to three tiny bones in your middle ear. Right. Isn't that crazy? It's bones. Well, and here's the crazy thing for me. I mean, the bones, uh, yeah, it's wild. But just, I feel like people don't think about sound as being a physical thing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, like if I, you know, I have my laptop in front of me and it has speakers. Yeah. When that, when that makes a sound physic, physical, I mean, they're they're... The waves, sound waves through the air, but like it's mm-hmm. pushing air through the through the air. I've said air like twelve times, um, <laughs> and that is entering my ear and physically vibrating your eardrum. It's crazy. That's so weird to me that that is how sound works, but it's cool. When you think about it, it's like your brain really can't comprehend it. Someone listening to this podcast, we we are vibrating their eardrums right now. My voice is moving your eardrums in three tiny bones. Why is that the voice? Why is that the voice? 
<laughs> I don't know why that was the voice, but it felt like the voice. <laughs> it felt right. Yeah, you're, you're right. It feels right. Yeah, so it's called the Malleus, the Incus, and the Stapes. Those are the three bones. Yeah. So the bones in the middle ear amplify or increase the sound vibrations and send them to the cochlea. And it's a snail-like structure that's filled with fluid in the inner ear, mm-hmm. which is so crazy. Yeah. Isn't that why people have like balance issues and stuff? Yes. Uh, that control, yeah, the, the fluid your in your equilibrium. ear. Can, can controls like yeah your your balance um i was actually just reading uh literally like this week because i was thinking about getting one of those cameras to clean out my ears yeah and um i was reading a thread of some people that were um audiologists so like the doctors that do yeah. ears and um somebody was saying they were talking about like flushing your ears because you can get like drops and stuff to clear yeah, out your yeah, yeah. And then you, if you, you know, you do that, let it sit and then kind of tip your head over, let it run out. And then you can use just like gently use water to kind of flush out the remaining bit. And this one doctor was making a point of saying, like, if you do that, make sure that the water is near kind of body temperature, like not too hot, not too cold, because if it's too cold or too hot, it could hit that like if it affects it affects the temperature of the fluid that's already in your ear and that will throw off your balance and could give you vertigo whoa yeah what so if you're like if yeah if you sprayed like super cold water in your ear it would change the temperature of the fluid that's already in your inner ear and that could give you vertigo wow that's wild now that we know the cochlea is the cochlea is uh very very important do not mess it up temperature wise there's an elastic partition that runs from the beginning to the end of the cochlea splitting it into an upper and lower part and this partition is called the basilar membrane because it serves as a base or ground floor on which key hearing structures sit Interesting. So once those vibrations cause the fluid inside the cochlea to ripple, a traveling wave forms along the basilar membrane. Then you have the hair cells, which are sensory cells sitting on top of the basilar membrane, and they basically ride the wave. <laughs> oh, the hair, the hair cells are just like, yeah, waving in it, yeah. So hair okay. cells near the wide end of the snail-shaped cochlea detect higher pitch sounds, such as an infant crying, and those closer to the inner detect lower pitch sounds, such as a large dog barking. Okay. And then as those hair cells move up and down, microscopic hair-like projections that perch on top of the hair cells bump against the overlying structure and bend and that bending causes pore like channels which are the tips of these hair like things to open up right okay and when that happens chemicals rush into the cells creating an electrical signal oh my goodness okay so it's like we have this like piston system like essentially if you think about it like actual hair yeah you've got hair in your ear i mean it's it's hair cells that's kind of how they're describing them yeah when a sound wave hits your ear, it causes fluid around the hair cells to move and that bends the hair cell because the fluid is moving. Mm-hmm. And, when it, and when it moves and bends over, it opens up a hole 
that then chemicals rush in and it sends an electrical signal. Yeah, then the auditory nerve carries the electrical signal to the brain, which turns it into a sound that we recognize and understand. Right. So that's the final step. Isn't that so wild, though, that like this electrical signal is the thing that's like, and recognize. I mean, this is every t- literally every time that we've done a single podcast about something to do with the human body, I say this. It's so taken for like this is every time you hear something, this is what is happening. Yeah. You you got little hairs in your ear that are riding a wave and sending <laughs> chemicals to your auditory nerve. Like to your brain. To and then that and that is sign- sending a signal to your brain. Like it's crazy. When I did the snappy science on tinnitus, um I specifically talked about like those hair cells and them getting damaged is what causes hearing loss. So it's like once you don't have once you don't have those hair cells to move around anymore, then obviously no signals get through because oh. the hair cells aren't there to get triggered. Like I feel like the hair cells, you could think about them kind of like a tripwire, you know, a little bit. Like once they bend, it's like then they're like sending then it, a message. Yeah, it sends it sends a signal once they bend. So what 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 do you do if you lose your start <laughs> to lose your hearing when you start to lose your hearing um you either have a cochlear implant or a hearing aid right and cochlear implants are small complex electronic devices that help to provide a sense of sound to a person who is profoundly deaf or severely hard of hearing the implant consists of an external portion that sits behind the ear and a second portion that's surgically placed under the skin interesting So there's a microphone, obviously, which picks up sound from the environment. There's a speech processor, which selects and arranges sounds picked up by the microphone. There's a transmitter and receiver stimulator, which receives signals from the speech processor and converts them into an electric impulse. Okay. And an electrode array, which is a group of electrodes that collect the impulses from the stimulator and send them to different regions of the auditory nerve. That feels like a little bit like science fiction to me, that we have something like that that can be implanted in someone's head and it is doing the job of the organic thing that we just talked about. Like, Yeah. That's, I mean, it's amazing. That's, that's so great that we could do that for someone that loses their hearing. It's or super. People, I feel like I've seen things with like people that were born without. Yeah. And then they like a child and then they do this for them. I've seen mm-hmm. videos like that. They're always um, so sweet. Yeah, they are. Oh, man. And, and what's important to remember is an implant does not restore normal hearing. So instead, it gives a deaf person useful um, representation of sounds in the environment to help him or her understand speech. Right. It's not like they just turn on the hearing and we hear mm-hmm. they would hear things the way a normal a person with functioning cochlear or whatever would. Yeah. Cochlear implants are actually very different from hearing aids. Hearing aids amplify sound, so they may be detected by damaged ears. And Mm. cochlear implants bypass damaged portions of the ear and directly stimulate the auditory nerve. Right. So this is just like, so the cochlear implant bypasses the bones, bypasses the cochlear straight to the electrode to send the sim- signal. Right. It's like basically a second ear. Yeah. You know, like it's like a new, you know, you're just bypassing all that other hardware 
mm-hmm. with a new piece of hardware to send the signal. And then um, hearing through a cochlear implant is different from normal hearing. And it actually takes time to learn or relearn how you're hearing. Mm-hmm. But it allows yeah. people to recognize warning signals and to understand other sounds in the environment and to understand speech in person or over the telephone. I mean, that's the thing is like it's not it's not going to be like you regain your hearing again, but you. Right. You it's do, not like a context. hearing aid. Yeah. I feel like a hearing yeah. aid that you turn it on and it's like, oh, my gosh, I can hear again but with a cochlear yeah. implant like there's genetically or something that is that happened where you can just kind of no longer here essentially and this was something that i learned when i was researching about the the ear and like the little hairs because mm-hmm. like you know it said a hearing aid just amplifies sound so that a damaged ear can hear better mm. because like i was saying the way hearing loss works is those little hair cells get damaged so the fewer you have in your ear the worse your hearing will be interesting and they i mean they naturally unfortunately get damaged just over time old age you know the 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 older you get they get damaged um that's why a lot of old people can't hear that well or have hearing aids i wonder what airpods and everything are going to do for our ears and like hearing and whatnot yeah yeah like how much damage we're actually doing like using airpods and headphones and whatnot yeah i mean it's a great question honestly because it's an unprecedented change to the way people live their lives everyone's got headphones in now another big hearing loss thing is exposure to loud sounds yeah um and so i i said this on the uh in the snappy science tinnitus is a side effect basically of of the hearing loss as those cells get damaged it can cause Hmm. tinnitus basically as your hearing gets damaged as those hair cells get damaged they can start to send false signals. So even if you're not hearing something, it's basically like your ear thinks you're hearing something and it starts sending false signals to your brain. Oh, and interesting. That's what, tini- that's what tinnitus is. That's why you hear a ringing and there's, you know, there's no ringing that's actually being heard. Yeah. It's just in your head. That can happen, yeah, as well with like exposure to loud sounds. And what I said was I mentioned that this is a real concern of mine because I play in a rock band. I'm around loud music all the time. And so developing tinnitus is a real concern of mine. Obviously, like there's great innovations already towards solving this, but Mm -hmm. it will be really interesting to see the next generation of people that are dealing with hearing after wearing ear pods for 30 years or whatever you know like yeah it's gonna be insane i think what's crazy is that i anytime you hear ringing in your ears now it's kind of like a sign oh i have hairs dying like that's how i feel now before i was always like oh my ears are ringing i was just at a loud concert that was so much fun my ears are ringing i can't hear anything and i'm like oh yeah my ears are <laughs> ringing because the hairs are dying and yep. i just ruined my hearing so yeah. uh great like i said with me being in the band like i love playing with the band and yeah. i love i love watching like live music it's one of my favorite things mm-hmm. but it is definitely not a good environment to be in no. and like luckily you know the band we we moved to playing with in-ear monitors so we have basically we have headphones on the entire time and that has cut down a lot on the 
the noise that is getting in. Yeah. So hopefully that's helping, you know, just preserve our ears somewhat. Yeah. I, I think it's crazy because most tinnitus, tinnitus is subjective, meaning that you can only hear the noise. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. But sometimes it's subjective, meaning that someone else can hear it too. For example, if you have a heart murmur, you may hear a whooshing sound f- with every heartbeat. Um, and your clinician can also hear that sound through a stethoscope. And some people hear their heartbeat inside their ear, which is a phenomenon called pulsatile tinnitus. Have you ever had that where you can hear your heartbeat inside your ear? Yeah, when your heart's like racing. You yeah, know, yeah. Like a heightened situation. It's more likely to happen in older people because blood flow tends to be more turbulent in arteries whose walls uh, have stiffened with age. So we're old. We're, well, we are definitely <laughs> we are old. old. Pulsatile tinnitus may be more noticeable at night when you're laying in bed and there are a few external sounds to mask your uh, tinnitus. Right. So you may notice any new pulsatile tinnitus. Um, <sighs> you should contact your doctor <laughs> because it's right, yeah. not the best thing for you to be hearing. Right. <laughs> um, if you want to learn more about tinnitus, you can go listen to Josh's podcast, uh, it's a snappy science. A it's snappy all about science. it. I talked about some new treatment that's going on Ooh. right now. They're trying to the uh, clinical trial going on um, about some yeah some potential future treatment for tinnitus that that's cool seems cool and promising. And it was like one of those things. I said this in the snappy science, and I say this about like I feel like every bodily thing we talk about of like it's it makes me hopeful for the future that this could be something that is just like not an issue that we just like you get tinnitus oh we have a fix for it then you're done like that's it i love that uh so i wanted to move on and talk to y'all about hyperacusis which is a hearing condition that causes heightened sensitivity to sound making everyday noises like running water seem extremely loud Ooh. Yeah, and this makes it difficult to carry out daily tasks in common environments, such as doing chores at home or workplace responsibilities. In turn, you might try to avoid social situations. It can lead to anxiety, stress, social isolation, and just like being alone because it's so loud and noisy. Oh, man, that is... I've never... I guess I had never heard of this, but... I haven't either until I like did some research on it. For me, it's... um... I cannot stand when a restaurant is too loud. You know what I'm yes. talking about? I've been to restaurants where maybe they have like a live, like a band playing or something. And, and that's, that's totally different. That's totally that's different. different. Yeah, yeah. That's totally. Yeah. But when it's just the background music and every the talking and everything is just so loud. Oh, my gosh. Michael and I went to one. I'm, I'm the same way. If I go to a restaurant and it is too loud, I will sit silently through my meal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awful. And it's- Michael will be like, why aren't you talking? Like, why aren't you inputting? Why aren't you saying anything? And I'm like, I mentally cannot process what's happening right now. And I'm like, not like, I'm not a super introvert, but there is nothing that like ADHD wise, I cannot physically function. Yeah. Like yeah. we went to one restaurant and it was an Italian family style restaurant and they packed so many people into it and they didn't have any like sound absorbers, like pictures, furniture yeah. that was like foamy. And it was deafening in yeah. there. And it was, yeah. it just made it so unenjoyable until people like left and cleared out. But I'm the exact same way. 
it's that that could that is like the one thing and it, it drives me it's not even that it drives me crazy like it's like you said like i just like can't function yeah in in the moment i'm like it's like my brain is trying to process all the sounds all the conversations all the everything well i don't think we have hyperacusis because this this affects about eight to fifteen percent of adults uh, okay. And this condition often affects people who have tinnitus or ringing in the ears, actually. Which makes sense. Yep. Because you're already, you're damaging things, so. Mm-hmm. Makes perfect yeah. sense. And the condition affects the way you perceive loudness. It makes ordinary sounds, such as car engines, extremely loud. And even your own voice might seem too loud to you at times. Ooh. Which Man, would, be that would be annoying. Yeah, that's miserable. Your mm-hmm. own voice being too loud yeah that would be brutal Mm. truthfully sometimes i don't like going out in the city because it just feels too loud like excessively loud that it it like irritates me and i just cannot function um so like like i just said the perception of excessive loudness may cause pain and irritation resulting in high levels of stress and it can also make it difficult to be in public settings like work or school and like I talked about before, leads to isolation, social withdrawal, uh, fear of loud noises. So you can basically create a phonophobia and depression. Man, the more you're reading about this, I'm like, I wonder if I have like a tinge of this. <laughs> you're like, this it might definitely, be me. I mean, not in like general. Like normally I'm yeah. fine. I can be around loud noises. But but like I said, like those certain, there's a few situations and uh, being in a loud restaurant is one where I literally, I get stressed, I get anxiety. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that completely. Another one that does me in is a bar scene. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Like being in a bar where it's like a lot of people, it's packed, it's loud. I can't hear the person trying to talk to me and have a conversation. It's, it's almost yeah. like I go deaf. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that I'm deaf. It's like I feel that way where I like can't, hear anything yeah the sound around you everything is so loud that then it's like deafening you can't no i totally get that my big thing is fire trucks so i do not leave my apartment in new york city without my airpods in my ear on do not disturb mode because Mm -hmm. if like god forbid there is a fire truck that comes barreling down the street blaring at sirens it is yeah. 20 times louder than you can ever imagine because the sound is like literally bouncing off the like buildings around you. Like yeah. doesn't have anywhere to go. You hear it two miles down the road. It's obnoxious. Like I yeah. cannot stand the sound of a fire engine at this point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a lot of them there. So there's loudness hyperacusis, which is, you know, moderately intense sounds that are perceived as too loud, which is okay. you and me. Yeah. There's an annoyance hyperacusis, which is a negative emotional reaction to sounds. Okay. I feel like I feel that occasionally, (laughs) but you know. Pain hyperacusis, which is a stabbing sensation at much lower sound levels that would typically promote pain. And this sometimes is described as a sharp or dull pain in the ear, jaws, or neck, and a feeling of fullness in the ear, like a tingle in the ear. I don't know if I have that, but <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have that one either. Um, yeah. Or there's fear hyperacusis, which is a negative response to sound that may cause patients to avoid social situations or feel anxiety in anticipation of hearing those sounds. Right. Okay. And they say by having like they basically say all of those little circles kind of play together. 
Right. Loudness is the biggest one. Annoyance and fear and pain. So they basically like all kind of overlap each other. And they say that having one type of hyperacusis may lead to another. Right. Which makes sense how you're saying like, you know, it's the loudness and the annoyance hyperacusis like working together. Because that's it for me too. Right. And then that could lead to a fear. Yeah. It can lead to a fear of like going out in public and like being around people because you create stress and anxiety for yourself. And all of it just kind of builds on each other. Yep. Ears, man. They're sensitive. Ears. Dude, ears are so sensitive and so wild. That important. Very important. Very important. But just little wild suckers. that there are there is liquid and little hairs in there <laughs> that that make the sound. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so true. You have little hairs surfing, riding the wave. Yeah. Rippling. I'm picturing, I, just because I watched this the other day, in we put out a video about fish pee <laughs> on T-Core, and there's a shot of Grace. You're talking about algae, I think, eat, that they consume the enzymes that are in fish pee, and you say uh-huh. something about like they reach out their little arms and wave back and forth, and there's, like, there's a shot of you in your living room with your arms yeah. up like waving. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm picturing every time. Honestly, that's probably like what they do. Like they're just over there like, Wee! they're just doing the wave, <laughs> just ro- rolling with those sound waves. It was fun. I learned something about my ears. I feel like I want to go like take care of them more. Definitely care. Definitely care about them. Yeah. Ringing is not good, even though it's funny. Not good. <laughs> no, not a good thing. No. Oh, you know what made me want to punch someone in the face? Sorry, I just thought about it. I was just thinking about all our little listeners that are in school and stuff. A fire drill. When yeah. you have that piercing loud noise, children don't punch someone in the face. But like that made me <laughs> want to just like deck someone. I always covered my ears and it just made me, it's that pain and that sound did pierce my ears and hurt. Ooh, I uh, am very much anti-balloon pop. You are I very hate, anti-balloon pop. I hate a balloon pop. Yeah. Any kind of, or like balloon or like you get those um, packaging pillow, you know, the like air pillows that are in boxes. Yeah hate when somebody like pops one of those no not that's no good don't like that i used to be one of those people that enjoyed popping it now i'm to the point where i just take some scissors and i cut off the end oh yeah i'm I'm like gently stabbing each one and just slowly <laughs> letting the air out of them yeah that's hilarious <laughs> well there it is ears guys make sure you leave us a rating or review send this to a friend uh if you are a science pal in ogrt make sure you leave us a rating yeah. and review yeah, let us know that you're a science pal. Yeah, tell us what you learned about in this episode um, yeah. and what you liked. Uh, or send us an email at randomtheorypod at gmail.com. Subscribed and downloads on so you Would always get our episodes. Okay, let's go clean our ears without Q-tips. All right, <laughs> All right. yeah, cool. All right, bye science pals. See you next week. Bye everyone. Bye.